Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Lady Chow Fung and Adam Balderstone, and we're going to talk about Lady is the Boss, a 1983 Lao Kar Lung movie. In this film, after the government demolishes the Hua Chiang Martial Arts Association, they relocate and reestablish their school with the help of their master's Americanized daughter. A mix-up at a disco leads to bar girls of Old Sheng society training at their school, which creates an all-out war between Old Sheng and Hua Chiang. And uh, that really doesn't do the movie uh, justice, I think, in terms of what it encapsulates. So uh, why don't you guys tell me what you thought and what this movie is about to you? I enjoyed this movie. I think it's um, a continuation, sort of, of um, the film that you guys did last week that I missed. I'm sorry I missed because it was a good podcast, by the way. Oh, thank you. my young auntie, I enjoyed listening to it. Um, my young auntie and uh, the lady is the boss is very similar to me. I enjoyed them. They're both fun. Um, I love Kara Hui. I love Gordon Liu. I, I mean, and them two kind of being against each other in both movies, but then they rally together by the end to set things straight, I think is great. So, but I enjoyed both the movies, even though this is the 80s, 80s movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really meta on that note, too, because it's basically it's like a Shaw Brothers movie trying to be 80s about a martial arts school trying to be 80s. So it just had this, this, this weird kind of meta feel to me while I was watching the whole thing. But, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's it's. It's a sloppier movie than My Young Auntie, but it's still a lot of fun. If you like My Young Auntie, you're, you're going to like this movie, too, I think. Yeah, and I, 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 I enjoyed it. I think it's a really fun movie. It's, it's, it's got, like, every 80s trope that I can imagine just <laughs> crammed in there. And, uh, it, it, you know, My Young Auntie is an exceptional movie, and that's kind of like lightning in a bottle. So it doesn't, you know, if, if, if you're expecting to experience everything you got from that, you, you, you might be disappointed. It's not, I, I don't think it rises to that level, but it's still a really mm-hmm. entertaining movie. And it's got a lot of interesting things it's doing in its own right that, that even set it apart. It's also different because My Young Auntie felt like it had a lot of set pieces. Like there were a lot of like sets and, uh... Uh, you know, sort of stagey things going on. And this one feels like they're really trying to become more modern and have a lot mm-hmm. of, like, mainly outdoor scenes. I know that there were a few uh, moments in the film that were clearly sets, but a lot of the film is is uh, is either shot outside or shot in really modern environments, like discos and 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 things like that. So... Uh, so it just has a totally different feel than my young auntie too, because it doesn't it doesn't have that intimate set feel. It's got more of a of an outdoors uh, vibe to it. But uh, yeah, oh go ahead. It almost doesn't feel like a a Shaw Brothers movie in a kind of way. Mm-hmm. To me, it feels like it could have been like an independent film, but it it definitely did have a different feel. Yeah, well, well, it's kind of like like Adam, like you were saying, like it felt like they were, uh, you know, like 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 Shaw Brothers trying to do all these things, and I think that's, it's kind of like I, like maybe they were trying to play catch up with some of the changes that were going on in the you know the way yeah. films were being made, and you know sets did seem to be kind of becoming less prevalent, and so I think maybe they were trying to play catch up to a degree, and and given the subject matter of the movie. It's uh, it's kind of interesting, and also they, they, I feel like they did a lot of things that, you know, you sort of anticipate where the decade goes. 
Um, so <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's interesting because it is full of '80s cliches, but it is an '83 movie, so it's very early in that era to have like you know all the stuff like you know a BMX action scene and stuff. It's like it was like it was like right on top of things as far as all the cliches it was pulling in. Yeah, and like all the wigs and the you know just everything. <laughs> the um, but I mean, we could take it piece by piece. I guess I guess the biggest difference what we could talk about first is Kara Hui's character because in in my young auntie, she plays a very old-fashioned woman from the country who is stern and, you know, kind of lives by the old ways. And she's slowly introduced to more modern ideas through the uh, the Charlie character. And and this is a role reversal. Mm-hmm. She's playing the, the Charlie character in this movie where she is actually the Americanized Western person coming over trying to impart the new era onto the traditionalists of the school. So it was kind of a role reversal, which I thought was cool. And I could see where they were going with it. Yeah, it was, it was different. It was, it was nice. Cause I think if they just tried to repeat my young auntie, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked. It would have, you know, it just would have been the same thing again, but also it kind of, well, number one, the swearing, the swearing was, was really had my attention. Oh, yeah. Because she, she, she shows up, she's got a guitar slung over her back, she's got sunglasses, she's chewing gum, she's, she's got a lot of skin showing because she's wearing shorts and a tank top, so she does not look like, in the other movie, she was, like, very traditional, and so this is, she's clearly, like, got kind of an American sensibility, and, uh, and then as soon as she gets irritated with anybody, she's, you know, she's throwing, throwing around swear, swear words left and right, um and it, it's kind of funny you know like it, it's it was like like interesting uh you know because because it's sort of like the charlie you character where he's constantly mixing in english with his with mm-hmm. the chinese but but she's doing that and she's throwing in profanities and uh um i don't know i just i just was i was kind of, i was a little bit surprised i wasn't expecting it um and uh, but also it kind of remind her character reminded me a little bit of Bruce Lee in a lot of ways. Like she seemed like, like I felt like that was maybe something that she was supposed to be embodying was sort of the like I guess like the Bruce Lee approach to martial arts. Do you know what I mean? Like the sort of because mm-hmm. like she kept talking about sci- like this, like I'm all scientific, Science. yeah, and I'm <laughs> and it's all about like if you're learning to fight, and you know it's it's very sort of modern. Um, and, uh, and, you know, that was sort of Bruce Lee's whole thing. He was very modern and, and, uh, and I think Bruce Lee even had like a, a friendship with Lao Kar Lung. So I was wondering if that was his, maybe his model that he was using, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, so I don't know, but, uh, I don't know. What, what did you guys think of the, of the swearing bits? <laughs> I was wondering if that is that what they really think that we do when we get angry <laughs> is swear all the time. Um, but yeah, the mixing of the English again was pretty cool. Cause she, um, it seemed like she, her character would forget that she was in China and they're all speaking Chinese and she'd speak English and they'd all look at her like, uh, <laughs> and then she'd be like, Oh yeah. And go back into the Chinese. So I thought that was pretty cool that the class of, clash of cultures was there again like it was in the the other movie well and and it was interesting that you 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 mentioned that because the um uh i think that the 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 her character is um 
I forgot what I was going to say, actually. So, Adam, why don't you go? I, I have a point. I'll, I'll go. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll weigh in on the swearing thing. Yeah, I mean, it was it it really was was I think deliberately comedic with the swearing thing, just because it was so over the top. You know, the way she was, it was just like she was her character was working really hard to you know have this have this attitude to an extent as far as the swearing went, and because uh, you know, I mean. Like you said, Dion, it's like that's not it's not normal normal usage of it in traditional American conversation. And uh, and I remember my point, which is that mm. I think the uh, the interesting thing about those kind of characters for me in these movies is that it's always an, you, you we sort of know what our stereotypes of other parts of the world are, but to see their stereotypes <laughs> of us is is always yeah. yes. And so that's kind of what we're seeing here. We're sort of seeing this is maybe how we are viewed elsewhere in the world. And it's, 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 it's amusing to, to get a taste of that. So uh, that, that was the, the basic point. Um, but there was, another, there was a scene early in the movie that I, I, I thought was pretty funny that I wanted to talk about, which is the car accident scene. I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, so, so there's this whole thing where they're going out trying to promote the school. And, you know, Kara Hui's whole thing is like, we have to, we have a good product now we need to promote. And they're using somewhat questionable tactics to, <laughs> to, to, to sell the school. And one of the things they end up doing is they, there's this horrible car accident. Like people are getting pulled out and they're like, like bleeding horribly. And it looks like there are people dead and, and they show up as the news crew is getting there. And they're like, oh, we saw everything. They had bad reflexes, and if they only learned kung fu, at, you know, at this school, they 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 wouldn't have they wouldn't have been in the accident in the first place. And then and then after that, they 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 stage a, a fight between like five year olds in a in a. Oh yeah, car. that was my, one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. The, that As scene it, was. In, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Say the desperate shilling of the kung fu stuff at the beginning kind of reminded me a bit of you know at the beginning of like the early parts of of Shaolin soccer where you know he's continually going about the virtues of how how useful kung fu is in everyday life and stuff. It just I kind of I just there was just a parallel with those those to me with with that part of the movie. And maybe maybe too just having these kind of displaced kung fu people in modern society on top of that also added no, to that I, feeling. It felt a, I I when I, I really was wondering if there was a connective line between those two things because it was mm -hmm. it was very similar. It was very similar, um, and the kids, the, the the fights with the kids, those, those kids were actually really good. That was uh, a yeah. was, <laughs> they I was were. surprised. And they were adorable too when they went into the police station and they all were in unison answering the questions. And it's like we're kids, half price. <laughs> Um, you know that whole scene where they they follow the um, one character in and they all sit down in the chairs all lined up and you know they all cross their legs and put their hands under their chins the same way. I thought that was hysterical. Uh, and uh, and yeah, so I guess uh, you know there's a lot of comedy in this movie, obviously. But what what did you guys think of the fight scenes in it? Because it does have it does have a lot of fighting, especially towards the end. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think some of the fight scenes early on suffered a little bit just because it was, it was kind of a looser shooting style. You know, I mean, it wasn't the movie didn't come off as like as carefully choreographed to say my young auntie did. But by the end, that that final fight scene, it's just that that is just. <laughs> 
just just was just fantastic. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, the final fight scene is the one in the gymnasium is the one yes. that everybody always remembers because of the setting that it's that it's in and the there are some comedic parts to it and um just it was so well done the fighting but i want to talk about the fighting in the disco <laughs> oh yeah we can talk about that that's that's I definitely that worth talking was about funny um just the the fact that they would use 50s dance type of moves as um kind of fighting was pretty cool i thought that was hysterical like they were um tossing the women around hitting other people and i i just was... thought it was cool but the whole disco scene was kind of surreal it starts out with um the drinking and the smoking weed and and all that and you're <laughs> like where is this going and then they just <laughs> they were very casual with the weed smoking like those this was very sort of laid back uh in its, I, in its know, approach. I was really shocked about yeah. that when i saw it the first time i was like yeah wait a second for a very a culture that i consider to be very conservative um for the most part that was just out there you know it was just so laid back and so you know there it is i mean whatever i guess but the first time i saw it was shocking the whole disco thing like there's a whole like that detour you you they, so like the, there's this thing where they like her and all of the uh the like basically the plot of the movie is she wants to there's only like five students there because lao karlung's character is so traditional and he's like making them do stances for a year and nobody's and like nobody's signing up for their school and so she gets her she's like no we need to recruit people and 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 he's like but we you know we, we could get we end, might end up getting bad people if we're if we're not discriminating so she's like no we're gonna we're gonna recruit from all over and so they end up going to the disco because she's thinking we need to get young sort of hip people that are athletic and and uh and so they 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 all change their outfits into uh you know like gordon lou shaves his well I, presumably his head was actually shaved before the but he but he he shaves his head and he dresses with these weird glasses that really ex- accent his face in an like those glasses and his face and the expressions he's making just add something to the movie. And everybody else has like wigs and she's got on some kind of weird shirt and and slick back hair and they go to the discos and there's that dance fighting scene, but then they recruit a bunch of people to their school and they're all these like, you know, unusually sort of dressed eccentric folk from the disco and Lao Karlung shows up and he's he's like what the hell's going on this, you know and there's this guy with like glitter in his eyes is dancing and singing and I don't know it's a really uh, it's a really unusual period in the movie uh, yeah her methods for teaching kung fu weren't were as far away from traditional as you could get and they to me, they weren't exactly scientific either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it was more like, oh, let's teach them in the style that they want to learn in kind of haphazardly, you know. It was like, well, the girls, she taught them how to defend themselves about um, from unwanted advances from men. But in their profession, I guess that's not wasn't the best of things to do well it was sort of a surprise yeah so we see these girls that are like we want to learn how to defend ourselves it's like okay and she teaches them 
and then we basically find out they're like bar girls and 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 there's a whole thing where they're like they're at the bar and they're like fending off the clients with their kung fu and then the boss who is part of that uh the the old cheng society uh is upset that they're losing money and and that's where sort of the conflict really kind of you know generates from um but yeah, it's 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 just a it's it's it, but it, to me it really felt like a lot of these old '80s movies that you have where you just have like crazy characters that are like pulled out of discotheques and you know <laughs> you know just I don't know just, just just all this really weird stuff sort of coming together. Yeah, yeah there was. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'd say yeah. It just it, a lot of it had the feel of some low budget movie you'd watch in like HBO, just, you know, some low budget comedy from the early eighties. Like, or like a trauma film or something, you know, like, a, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Or in some cases a parody, because at some point um, at the beginning, Kara Huey's got that um, leotard on. And I kept thinking flash dance, yes. Olivia Newton, John, and there was another movie. Oh, Jane Fonda. Yeah, yeah she even had the hair. Even, she, she, I think it was a wig. I don't think it was her real hair, but she had that curly hairdo that she w- was in during portions of the movie, and it always seemed to be like when she was in like the, like the flash yeah. dance type gear. Right, with yeah, the headband and the leg warmers and everything. I was just like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, the scene where you can see her silhouette through kind of the doorway thing, and they've got just that really super 80s synthesizer music going at the same time. I was just like, man, they, they are really cranking up the 80s. And uh, and like you had mentioned before, we, we also get the BMX fighting. Um, yeah. Which is, yeah, that was a cool scene. And, and that's just 80s. I mean, I remember like BMX bandits and all these like, you know, like BMX <laughs> was in. I don't know if it was in in 83, though. That was the thing I was trying to remember because that scene. Yeah, I don't remember uh, it being that early, though. I thought it was later, that, like maybe 86-ish. Yeah. And and it also kind of reminded me like all like the, the Hong Kong movies with motorcycles, except it's bikes. But like, yeah, it, actually, BMX Bandits came out December of 1983, December 29th of 1983. Okay, so there must so have there's, been a B- there's no way they were riffing on BMX Bandits. Okay, but maybe there was another <laughs> BMX movie that I'm not. I, I oh, do, there probably were. I do remember BMX being, you know, I remember I, you know, there were BMX tracks you could go to and stuff. But, but oh yeah, um, yeah, but my yeah, cousins did BMX, so yeah, I don't remember it being that early though well, well it's usually usually when you like watch some like late 90s movie making fun of the 80s it'll be this dense with 80s references but it's rare it's rare you actually see something from the era that managed to cram that many <laughs> 80s things into it but maybe uh, they were impressive. just because they were just sort of commenting on american culture maybe that's what it is maybe it's like the distance you know, yeah, yeah so <laughs> it was more obvious to them because they were watching from afar I and guess. i gotta say that eye glitter guy had a lot of chemistry with al that their their interactions <laughs> were very very amusing to me and he didn't quit he was still doing that like as the scene is like the the whole scene where he's talking with Kara Hui about like recruiting and all that and the the eye glitter guy is still dancing in the background um yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah so the the bmx was definitely in there and then you know towards the end the, the movie kind of k- kicks into high gear and, and like she's essentially like decided i don't know to like they're they're like hitting the mattresses basically like in like a mob movie like the lights are all out and they're just <laughs> waiting for the bad guys to show up so that they can ambush them 
and they accidentally ambush their own their, their, <laughs> their own students and uh and then and then eventually she's kidnapped kind of it's kind of a similar outcome in like the the end of my young auntie where you know she she sort of flies off the handle and tries to to deal with them herself and then that leads to a, a conflict and then if she's she's abducted by them and br- brought to a gymnasium and 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 Lao Kar Lung has to arrive and yeah and, it's interesting the parallels too because the opposite extent like in in my young auntie it's because she's willing to kind of cut a deal and accommodate with them is why she's captured she kind of is 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 willing to kind of make this kind of deal while she's waiting for the other show up but it's this time it's because she's not she's not willing to accommodate anything is is the is the way that leads to her getting captured this time so it's kind of kind of a flip on the same situation well and, well and also when he 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 she gets so there's a whole scene where she goes to deal with the the bar, the bar girls basically get get beat up and mm-hmm. and then they can't come training anymore so she goes to go find them and she tries to to save them but she gets overwhelmed and and she gets caught there so Lao Karlung and the students show up and uh and they have to uh they have to extricate her and, and he does it by promising to 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 compensate uh compensate the the gangsters that are in charge of this uh this establishment and uh and she just isn't having any of it she's like no no like, like you know like and he's like but i had to get you out of there and she's like no no she's very adamant and that's what kind of leads to the bmx scene and all all that yeah stuff. <laughs> but uh but but also that that scene where where she's so the the, the bar girl scene was sort of interesting because that one they're they're I mean, it's like a, it's a really dangerous sort of type of place. It's not like the, the stakes seem really high if she ends up getting mm-hmm. caught by these guys. And, uh, and so, and they kind of, they kind of gloss over that cause it's a lighthearted movie, but that was still sort of there. And, uh, and so, you know, but, but, that, but that whole sequence I thought was, was, a, was also another good fight in the movie where she's sort of fending off the, the bad guy. I don't know what, what was it? It was just, I, it's sort of like a halfway between like a bar and a brothel or something. It's kind of like a, I don't know what, I don't know what you would call it, but, uh, but it was, uh, it was definitely shady. It was definitely a shady. Place. Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, well, hold on a second. The scene where the girls actually got beat up. That was a little bit painful for me yeah. to watch. Yeah, that was, oh, no, that I was, was talking about the one where dark. she was fighting with the, uh, with the bad guys. Yeah, I know, but before that, when they were beating up the bar girls, and you know they were making them, sh- making the girls show them what they had learned, and they beat beat them up, that was painful for me to watch. That was actually. a tough scene. I thought that was a tough scene to watch too. It that was, was very well, and also the guy that played the Rambler is playing the um, the baddie in that scene, and he was, I mean, he had a real nasty look on his face. It was, it looked, it was like, uh, and it was kind of like a. It was sort of a, a dis like you're sort of disappointed when it happens because the the girls have just sort of learned the kung fu and then they've been using it at the bar and they've been using it to kind of like beat up on the on the on the creepy old men at the bar and then and then the 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 gang members just you know like really late like they they do not it's like a very unflinching uh, scene it's not um, right. And yeah. and he's like you already know that he's a master at the art, so it was just like, 
and the girls are just learning. So why would he just used so much of his power in that circumstance? I mean, there he could have held back a whole lot yeah. more than what um, he did. And I think that's the part that was disturbing to me because he knew that they were just learning it and they were just at the beginning and they hadn't mastered what he had. So there was no use of what he did. I mean, one girl went flying into the other girls and pretty much knocked everybody down. That was yeah. full force power. So that part was kind of disturbing to me. Well, and they show them after too. They're all wounded. They all have like bruises and I mean, they're really beat up. And that's, that's why I'm saying it's like, it was like the film kind of sort of like went over it quickly. Cause it's like a light, lighter film, but that, that was <laughs> that, that peril was there and that, that sort of, I mean, it was not, like before that scene, you could almost say like, this is maybe kind of an innocent place. Like maybe there's something, some funny business going on here, but you know, like how, how bad are these guys really? But after that scene, you're like, no, these are bad guys. This is a, a bad place. Um, yeah. And so, that was, no, go on. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, we talked out with my young auntie how the stakes were so low. Like, there's there's so little danger to that movie. And so it was kind of, it was kind of a surprise having just this one single scene that really, really showed that they, there is a serious side to this. I mean, it never it never gets that dark again in the movie at any point. But it, it, it did did have that one scene in there to raise the stakes. But but yeah, it was definitely it was definitely a uh, it was definitely a uh, a notable a notable scene. And and again, because it comes on the heels of them, kind of like you know, like you said, like they're 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 using the kung fu and you know, and and it's yeah. kind of played for laughs in that scene. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of so it goes from that to like kind of really dark territory. Um, and I think maybe it was done to you know so that when Kara Hui does show up, you have the sense of this is what the opposition is like this is what they're dealing with but um. yeah well, that's that's kind of what drives her through the movie is she runs into one of the girls and the girl's clearly been beaten up and she's just furious about that and that's kind of kind of what propels her through the rest of the movie you know she's yeah. she's really really upset about what happened there well so. and, I, and i think that's the first time she because she swears but the first time she uses the f word that we hear is when she's when she runs in there hmm. to she sees the girl that's been beaten up and she runs in and starts fighting them and she throws the f word at them and uh huh. and so i think that was um i think you was definitely supposed and i think like you said that's why she was upset but um but yeah it is it, it was oh, especially given the you know the 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 overall lighter nature of the movie <laughs> and then, uh, yeah um but uh but sometimes i don't know sometimes they they do things like that in these movies where they dip in and out are really odd territory um but uh but yeah so i don't know what were some of the other scenes that people uh thought were interesting that i might have forgotten to mention hmm. i guess we can talk about the final fight in the gym the different little things that went on in there like um was it gordon Liu's character or Someone was thrown, the barbells were thrown at somebody and they caught them with their oh. arms. And it was kind of reminiscent of the um, the training scene from Invincible Shaolin where Lo Mang 
um, has the barbells on his arms and he rolls it down and then rolls it back up. But instead of being really serious, like it was an in invincible Shaolin, to me, it was really funny because I guess the expression of the actor that um, caught the barbell, it was just, for me, it was more of a comedic effect than yeah, a it, serious training move. It was Gordon Liu, I think. I'm pretty sure it was, okay. uh, it was doing that. But um, his whole look in the movie was comedic with the shaved head and the really oddball expressions that he gives at cer- certain points. He, he looked like Hunter S. Thompson to me almost the way he, you know what I mean? There was like, a, there was a Hunter S. Thompson quality to him. And, uh, and, but what I liked about it is I liked how that paved the way for him showing up as like, like, cause it, it, the final scene, he, he, he like takes his shirt off and he basically looks like a Shaolin monk. So it's sort of mm-hmm. like the Gordon Liu that we all, we all sort no. of know. And, and he, and he bursts through the door and there's like a big gong sound and he just starts kicking butt. So I, I thought it was great that it paved the way for that. And uh, and the whole gymnasium scene, there's like a mad monkey kung fu thing going on. There was, you know, the, the weight thing. There's, you know, uh, and, and Lao Kar Lung's whole fight with Johnny Wang was just amazing. Um, oh. you know, it was it was a it was just a super cool scene, I thought. Um, and really, sort of, even the scene, the whole thing from when he goes to that bar on is kind of like just a, you know, magnificent sort of finale. Yeah, I I mean, you know, but one thing I liked, I liked how light the final scene was. Like there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a sense, you know, it was just the good guys kind of felt like they had the upper hand through that whole scene. It was fun. They were kind of showboating and it was just, it was just a nice, enjoyable cap to the movie. I wasn't like, you know, it, it wasn't particularly tense, but it all really worked. It was just really, really entertaining and entertaining stuff going on. Yeah, and like young, um, my young auntie too. There was also no um, dying in yeah. the final scene too, which yeah. kept it light. And you know, the Mad Monkey Kung Fu was like, I think probably my favorite part in that final scene. You know, I'm coming in to save you, Master, and you know, just <laughs> the tricks that he does beating up the foe. It was just like I, I just love Mad Monkey Kung Fu because it is. It's serious, but silly. You know, monkeys are tend to be silly, but I just, I just loved it. You know, that was, and and also the, the there was a scene with a trampoline in there where the guys like jumping on the trampoline and kicking guy and and it's like you know it's like a, it's a gymnasium like you might see in any school where there's like that that high back area which is you know it's a pretty perilous thing to to leap up on a trampoline toward. So it was, uh, it was you know, it was, a, it was a cool scene. And then the way it ends, you know, like you said, it's like it's not you know it sort of resolves with. Uh, you know, the bad guys are satisfied with their Kung Fu, so they're just willing to sort of you know, move on and, <laughs> and things can, you know, can, you know and, and I guess a certain amount of equilibrium is achieved by the end of the movie. It's sort of, you know, the Lao Kar Lung character, uh, he he sort of adapts a little bit, you know, and, but Kara, mm-hmm. but Kara Hui, she goes the other way. She, by the time she shows up dressed like an American and she leaves dressed, you know, sort of like in a more traditional uh you know chinese uh, gown so it's it's sort of like they've both taught each other uh you know something that they each needed to know by the end of the movie um yeah they taught each other that um to accept each other for who they are but you have to you know the the past and the present can coexist together kind of thing and it, i thought it was funny that the um his students were ready to beat him up and didn't realize it was him in a tuxedo handing her flowers that was so cute 
Well, it's funny how traditional his character is, because even from the beginning, like when they're, the, the, the government is threatening to tear down their school and one of his own brothers from the school was like, look, it's the, you know, they, they, got, they got to tear this place down. And, and he's like ready to like they have like weapons drawn and they're like ready to fight to the death. <laughs> you, know, you think that's what the movie's going to be about when it first when it first starts. And then like he gets the message from the 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 Shifu is like, you know. Thing, times change and you know our school is dilapidated we have to you know we need to we need to reinvent the school so uh so it was just sort of an interesting and you know i guess maybe like adam was saying maybe there's like a little bit of meta stuff going on <laughs> with that mm-hmm. but uh but it was it was you know it was a is a fun fun and interesting movie with the exception there is that scene in the middle that definitely is is in the in the dark side um and uh but overall, the movie's kind of got a lighter sort of vibe to it, I think. I totally agree. It's um, lighthearted. It's fun-filled. There's no singing. Sort of some dance fighting, but um, not weird dance fighting. But it was a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed all the characters and all the 80s tropes and everything that were in it for an early 80s movie you're right adam it just had so much of the 80s in it (laughs) yeah they just they just captured it they were on the ball with that but uh yeah i don't know one of my lingering concerns for the movie though is him giving her at the end of the movie giving her that big kind of cartoonishly long gift box and i'm like she's about to get on an airplane what's she gonna do with that (laughs) that 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 really that really lingered in my mind as the movie ended but. Also, they never resolved the trial. They got out on bail. They, they what about the <laughs> trial? I, you know, because they, they all go to the police station, and he's like five hundred dollars bail until you face trial. So we don't know if she's like skipping town, and if like you know, we don't know what's going on there. Oh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> and the little kids, who's you know, the little kids also had to pay for the bail. So, uh, oh, oh, they were fifty percent off because yeah. they were only kids. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting movie. I think, uh, uh, no doubt. I think, I think you know, it's definitely people should see My Young Auntie. That's the movie to see. And if you like yeah. My Young Auntie, then see this one. And uh, you know, it's it's interesting. And also, it's kind of uh, it's. I think it's always helpful to see these later Shaw Brothers movies because there's an evolution. And it, it, the, the later ones sometimes do they do really weird things. Maybe just to see what sticks. I don't know. They just sort of trying out a lot of different things so you get you get movies like this you get you get you know uh you know movies like you know holy flame of the martial world and just these you know really odd gonzo films um and this one is like i don't know like police academy meets meets (laughs) flash dance meets i don't know some you know like a random kung fu movie it's a very it's a it's a it's an odd, which is interesting too, because Kara Hui is then later in that movie. What is it? Inspectors wear skirts, um, which is basically like kind of like a police academy type type storyline, um, and also a really good movie. Definitely worth checking out. Um, but uh, but all right, so we'll we'll end it there. Uh, so again, the the it, it the movie is available on Prime. So if you want to watch it, it's Lady Is the Boss. And it's 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 a very enjoyable film. And My Young Auntie is also on Prime, so I I think we would all recommend checking them both out. 
And yeah. we'll be back on next Friday with another movie. Uh, we don't know what that is yet, but we'll announce it before so that you can try to watch it and then participate in the discussion somehow. And uh, and me and Adam will be back on, I think, on Sunday to talk about uh, the, the advancing plot in Season 2 of Babylon 5. So... <laughs> So, all right. So, so we'll uh, we'll uh, talk to you later. <laughs>